Hello, everybody. How are we doing? This is um, the Writer's Block Podcast. I'm Jay Servideo. I'm Frank Nutzi. And we have here episode two of the Writer's Block. Um, today we're going to be discussing One Division episode eight. I know we had a, a nice little conversation last week um, about episodes one through seven. I know we focused mainly on seven, but we did touch upon... The good majority of them. But, uh, Frank, how are you feeling after this episode? I'm okay, Jay. I loved the new episode. I was surprised by a lot of the things that happened, which is always good as an audience member to watch something and go, oh, that's not what I thought they were going to do. This is pretty cool. A spoiler warning for everybody listening if you find this and you haven't watched WandaVision, please do that first and then come back, especially episode eight, which we're An going to talk indication. about. Um, but yeah, man, I was pretty blown away by this episode. We had touched upon last week that, you know, we thought we we're going to see kind of how we got to this point. And sure enough, that's exactly what we got. But things played out a lot differently. Yeah. Than we anticipated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To my surprise, um, the whole trans-dimensional thing. I mean, it still could happen, but I was way off on that. <laughs> um, I love the opening of Salem, Massachusetts in the 1600s. I thought that was freaking sweet. Um, pretty cool contrast between Agatha and her coven. And I did bring up last week that, you know, witches are typically stronger with a coven and I was pretty surprised to see that she kind of kills everybody in her coven and her mom <laughs> relatively quickly. Well, I think that it's pretty easy to spot that. I, I mean, we see in Dr. Strange that a lot of magic is orange. Uh, for those of you that are listening on Spotify and not watching the podcast on YouTube or Facebook, I just did the Dr. Strange gestures. Um, you could probably tell because I'm out of breath. um but we see that most orange is or most most magic is orange unless of course uh it interacts with the time stone and then it's green i know that um magic that uh interconnects with the dark dimension is purple because we see that with dormammu and um we have what's the name of the book that agatha is wielding at this point we think it's the dark hold we think it's the dark hold and um I know that there's a heavy association with that in the Dark Dimension. And, um, well, Agatha's magic is purple, which is a nice juxtaposition to the rest of the witch's blue. So one can kind of make the assumption that she's maybe drawing power from the Dark Dimension. Yeah, and it's really... uh, And if you watch that scene closely, it really does genuinely seem like Agatha is not in control of her purple magic. It really seems like it's a spontaneous response from inside of her to counter the blue magic from her coven. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, But she does seem very deceptive, which kind of has been, especially at the end of episode seven, when we get Agatha all along, that her, the name of her game is deception. Mm. And... This episode, I mean, took me really by surprise because it felt like there's much more to Agatha than we thought because it doesn't seem like she is straight up a villain. Mm -hmm. I got the impression in this episode that she is trying to figure out if Wanda Maximoff is who she suspects she is and she does all the things between episodes one and seven to figure this out to figure this out to to lure out yeah and she pegs her and i love at the end of this episode i love that we end with the line minus the the mid-credit scene Mm -hmm. that she says you are the scarlet witch and i was like oh god what a moment because we've never gotten that verbal confirmation in the comics and of course or i'm I'm not the comics i'm sorry the mcu films and i know that that's something that it's like implied but you get any action figure you get any 
character detail about her. She's Wanda Maximoff. She's not the Scarlet Witch. And now there's kind of a, a connotation to that name. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost as if you're being branded with a scarlet letter. You know what I mean? Like, as in as in the term scarlet witch is, is a derogatory term. But, um... Well, yeah, according you, to Agatha, she is kind of like the end all. She's the bad she, of the bad. Exactly. She's and, a chaos being. Yes. And it's really interesting at the in the beginning of the episode, too, when Agatha looks like she's being led to be burned at the stake by some townsfolk but then you see the little twist that no it's a coven of witches who are going to just destroy another witch who is not going along with their their rules and what's happening with them it's really interesting that she she's pleading for her life saying like i can be good i am good i'm not evil and a part of me is like Oh, I, I know the source material. She's not all evil. What's happening? <laughs> it kind of makes you think, like, what powers are there that that we're not seeing here? Because I'm I'm with you here. I mean, part of me thinks that, you know, Marvel might want to avoid controversy here by throwing out the Judeo-Christian devil that is Mephisto. But at the same time, you can, you know, we have we have otherworldly villains like nightmare that she could be playing to i mean i think it's safe to say that agatha harkness is not gaining her powers just from being you know a badass witch i'm pretty sure that you know we we are aware that there is a a sacred text that she's gaining knowledge from i mean whether this be a lot of a lot of like implied information or not we saw a sacred text or what we can assume to be a sacred text. You know, we saw the orange glow coming from the book that she had on the pedestal. We don't know if this is the dark hold or not. It very well could be. Was it orange or was it red? It was an orange glow. It, was it orange. wasn't Wanda's yeah. glow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cause it looked like strangest magic as opposed yeah. to Wanda's. Cause that's got more of a, like a reddish pinkish tint. And that yeah. I'm the colorblind orange. guy of the, of the group. <laughs> I was like, this oh. is true. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, dude, it, this episode, I mean... A lot to unpack, really. It really is a lot to unpack. I mean, we were... I think it's safe to say that we were both wrong about the Infinity Stones. It seems like they are not in play here at all. No, dude, it's great to be horribly wrong, though. Yeah. Because that means it means that at least there's fresh ideas pouring into the world. And that's a fantastic thing to be aware of. You know what I mean? Kevin Feige, man. Kevin effing Feige. Oh. And once again, like, the the acting chops of Elizabeth Olsen on display. And Catherine Hahn, too? How magnificent was she in these last two episodes? Yeah, like, dude, uh, In 1693, I believe that was the year that yeah. the, the, the witch thing is happening. Um, the coven, the coven attack on on Agatha Harkness. That does not go well for the coven. They they reference her as being young and trying to learn knowledge and seek things way above where she is supposed to be at the coven at the time. So we can f- figure potentially, possibly, who knows, but she's probably not old then. She's probably actually in her 20s or 30s uh, at mm-hmm. that time, I think. So then you figure she's 1600s to the 2025, right? That's when this stuff is taking place or 2023. It's, I think it's 2023. 2023. So you have like 500 plus years of witchcraft that is prevalent in Agatha Harkness. And, and another important distinction that we have to make here is that she's still wielding purple magic. Yeah, which is dark magic. Yeah. But... I, I love the contrast between Agatha and Wanda. She's looking at Wanda and she's going, I know exactly who you are. You're terrifying the shit out of me. How did you get these powers? And just to go through the Wanda Maximoff mindfuck of hell of seeing what her life has been. And I mean, I've had people ask me cause I post on this on Facebook and yeah. people were asking me, they're like, do I have to watch anything to like watch this show? And I'm like, actually, you don't. You really don't. This is kind of standalone. Having the 23 films previous is definitely a great foundation 
of letting you go like oh okay i know exactly where i am in this world but you don't because you have an it. establishment with these characters as well you know what i mean there's an already established love for wanda maximoff and vision but at the very same time we are in uncharted territory with wanda these are powers the likes of which we've never seen before from her number one and number two I mean, this is a different direction than I think we've ever seen with Agatha Harkness. And that's what I like about this. You know what I mean? I, I think this is a great take. Because, I mean... Dude, uh, just... Dude, uh, I Catherine mean, Hahn's incredible. She, she really is, is. She is incredible. But at the same time, I'm still... I mean, last week, I was like, she's a villain. This is amazing. She's a villain. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't know. Is she really a villain? I'm not sure. I think... It's like, is she trying to defend the Earth? Is she watching out? Is she trying to see how the hell did this Nexus being get onto Earth? Yeah. How did she acquire her powers? Is she trying to... Ah, dude, I don't even know. She's clearly freaked out, right? She's clearly mm -hmm. freaked out that you have... Because she talks about it. When she's doing, like... First, she change, She controls the, the cicada, and it goes on Wanda's face. And you see, like, the amount of Latin she's speaking and, like, the magic that's being displayed by her there's a mastery yes to, to her art. and then changes it and then there's wanda that's just like like i can just do anything and it freaks the fuck out of agatha so i really question is if agatha i mean it, it last week we we got it's agatha all along but it's like, yeah, it was Agatha all along that was kind of throwing a wrench into Wanda's plans, illusion of what's going on because she's trying to snap her out of it. Like we got a clear sense this episode that this was nothing to do with Agatha. Agatha walked into this situation and was like, what the fuck is this? Well, there's another thing we have to address here, too. Monkey wrenches aside, um, she said, I brought this Pietro in and your your fragile mind or your, your damaged mind and your damaged psyche didn't even, like, you completely accepted that he was the real one. So that begs to question, did she give Pietro his his um, his powers? You know what I mean? She said, I just pulled him in. Does that mean she pulled him in from another universe? Did she pull him in out of the tip of her ass crack? Where did she pull him in from? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or just took somebody else that looks close enough to him. Yeah. And just gave him the same. Uh, the same knowledge of, of, I mean, but even then she, he knew I... things that, that want that like how, how would, um, how would our dear Agatha Harkness be able to know? You know what I mean? This is the kinds of things that, like, these were memories that Wanda had with her brother. How how would she be able to implant these into Pietro's head if she had to go back into Wanda's memories in order to see how she got this power and how she developed as a human being and as a nexus being at the same time? You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, sure, Agatha was pulling some strings... But we know for sure now she wasn't pulling everything. And I think one of the biggest shocking reveals was the fact that Wanda didn't take Vision's body in this episode. Which, by the way, kudos to the writers of this episode because that, that was a fantastic twist. I think that that shows that Wanda still, you know, like, she is an Avenger. Without a doubt. She didn't just take somebody she knows as a weapon. She she hightailed it out of there. She got the quote-unquote closure she needed, but that still, that closure wasn't enough. And she went to Westview. She went to go check out the place that her and Vision picked out together. Which was a shithole in New Jersey. I mean Exactly. <laughs> and uh, that's where it all snapped. But the fact of the matter is this. We have been misled by the director of S.W.O.R.D. And so has... Um, Jimmy Woo, and so has uh, Rambo, and so has Darcy. We've all been misled to think that, I mean, and this is a brilliant job of the writers of the show, to think that Wanda took the body of Vision when in fact she's created her own Vision 
Which, I, I mean, I guess there's irony there because Vision got his name because, you know, he was a part of Tony's vision. He was a part of um, Bruce's vision. He was a part of Thor's vision. And he was a part of Ultron's vision. And now she's physically Wanda's vision. Hence the title. There's, there's going to have to be... A showdown. An, an answer, though, for me of... How can Hayward track Vision inside the hex? Because they're tracking the 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 t- the decay of vibranium in his body, so what, however they phrase it, a few episodes ago. That's how they're able to follow him inside the hex, which leads me to believe that Wanda Maximoff, through her chaos magic, like that Vision we're seeing, even though it's connected to the hex, that is that is a real. She created Vibranium. She created the house. I mean, he's not blipping in and out like the house and everything else was. But it's really interesting to think that, you know, her powers are going as far as as creating... Physically transmutating particles and fabricating elements. I mean, not just to that. which Which means what, though? Not only is she a nexus being able of creating of creating matter, she can create consciousness as well. But she can she, create an infinity stone. She created an infinity stone. If the logic follows with vision that she that Hayward from the outside can track vibranium and the decay of it, whatever crazy military jargon they use there. I don't remember yeah. exactly. So there's actually a infinity stone in Vision's head. I don't know exactly if... I don't want to say he's still puppet... Like, she's puppeting him, but... She's not. I mean, he's got consciousness. Yeah, I think, think we can he's, see that. You think he's sentient? I guess so. And Darcy's I interacting so. with him. Dude, oh, so good. Dude, how brilliant is that? Like, no, but... She, I think she physically implanted a consciousness there. There was a genuine psychic connection between Wanda and Vision before the Hex. Do you think that she was able to transfer or, or transfer his consciousness into this, this physical creation of hers? I mean, dude, dude. I don't know. I, it's insane. It really is. We're going to get a Vision versus White Vision battle inside the hex or outside the hex who knows but i think i think that's this is how our vision is gonna die i know you keep saying that and i think you're right though at the end i think we're gonna see wanda be fully evil i think i think at the end of the season we're gonna see wanda not get rehabilitated i think we're gonna see wanda become the scarlet witch I think. it's not it's not called dr strange and scarlet witch in the multiverse of madness it's called doctor strange in the multiverse of madness and that's part of me i mean after what we've seen now i think that i was wrong i was also oh wrong only to be incorrect in that like the means of how we get there i was incorrect about but i think the end is still going to be the same after all this wanda is pushed and pushed and pushed and now agnes has her children in her custody by the throat, by the literal, verbal, and metaphysical throats. She is literally holding her children by the neck. What is a mother to do? I mean, we've gotten all but physical confirmation from Agnes that they are just manifestations of hers. What happens when they go? What happens when Vision dies? Because we... we we're almost guaranteed a vision v vision conflict at this well, point. Well, I think this is my prediction. This, I, I think, at the end of this, she's going to take down the hex. I think Wanda's going to take down the barriers. It's going to go back to normal, but I think she's going to embrace this chaos magic, and I think she is going to become the Nexus being. In the one of the flashbacks, 
when she's with Str- uh, Strucker. Mm-hmm. Is it Strucker that has the spear? And it's doing it's Hydra. I don't know if Strucker's in the room himself. I I have to go back and rewatch. I've only seen it twice now. Who's the guy with the monocle? It's Strucker. That's Baron von Strucker. Yeah, because he was in Age of Ultron. Yeah. So when they were experimenting on the spear and she opens the encasement to reveal the Mind Stone and there's that flash, which we thought, I thought for a while, that's where I was getting some of my theories that she was kind of recreating the Infinity Stones was because there was different glows of color. I didn't put two and two together that she took the encasement off of the the Mind Stone. stone. So in in her peering into the Mind Stone and she gets all that rush of just cosmic energy and radiation that's just flooding her. You see the silhouette of the Scarlet Scarlet Witch. Witch. And the question I had instantly, I was like, oh, is she looking into her own future? Is it already her looking back at Wanda going like, this is where you're headed? Is, I don't know if it was a premonition, a flashback. It's a flashback of a flashback. Is it a flashback of the future? There's just all these different elements. To me, though, it, it screamed, this is who you are. Like, you are going to become this. And it was the classic, dude. Like, there's that little bit of the horns coming out of the top of her head. Like, oh, yeah. It was brilliant. Well, we saw the... um. The Sokovian fortune teller, for those of you listening, guys, I was doing air quotes for that. Um, So she's familiar with this appearance. I mean, whether she knows the truth behind its importance or not, she's familiar with it all of her life. Whether it be her subconscious, whether it be conscious Wanda, she knows that this this is a form of hers. And... Oh, God. I really do want to see where this goes, and I don't at the same time. Part of me is just like, poor, sweet Wanda. Let her the hell be. She's lost her husband. She's lost her her parents, and she's lost her sibling. This girl has faced enough. Like, let her be. But at this point, Frank, I swear, I don't think we get a, a happy ending for Wanda Maximoff. I don't think so either. Not, which not is a this, shame. Yeah, not in this season. Not, not in this season. And Feige just confirmed it yesterday. We are not getting a season two of WandaVision. We're not getting a season two. Good. Because this has been too perfect. <laughs> it I, is. I think we're st- I think we're still on the track of House of M. I think Agreed. We're gonna see some shit go down. Yeah, I could really see this turning though, where Agatha teams up with Wanda to fight White Vision. To white to fight White Vision. I mean, I don't even think that though, because I, I my thing is this is a battle of humanity versus technology as well as a battle of the mystic arts. Dude, White Vision is literally completely absolved of all human qualities. And this vision that we see here, ironically enough, being a fabrication of Wanda's mind is more human than we've ever seen an MCU character ever be before. And I'd I'd go even far enough to say, like, he's more human than Cap at Cap's most human moments. And Captain America is the epitome of what we want every human being to be. But here, we have a vision that's scared. When, before in the comics... Vision was told that he's not capable of producing the proper chemical reactions that elicit fear. And this isn't just in the comics, this is in the MCU. When Wanda has asked Vision before, are you scared? He's responded to her, I'm physically incapable of of being afraid. Because of chemical reactions that limit limit me from becoming afraid. So it's, we, we physically have our most human vision... Against our most robotic vision. And to me, that just screams 
duel. I mean, they might blue ball us here because you never know. And I wouldn't be I would I would be upset, but it'd probably be for the best. I think we get a Wanda versus a Wanda versus uh Agatha and a white ver- vision versus human vision or vision vision. I don't know vision. It's but, just vision battle. We get a vision battle. <laughs> but there's so much more to it. Monica Rambeau's still in there. Of course. But she's not even aware of her full capabilities. No, but she's going to fight. She's going to go after Hayward. I think that's I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's I think that that's the fight that we're expecting at this point. But you don't bring back Evan Peters's character at the as the the mid credit scene in episode seven if you're not going to utilize him in the finale. Is I the Chekhov's gun? Yeah, I think he's going to definitely be revealed. I'm still hoping beyond hope. I think he's like everybody else. He's going to be woken up in his mind and he's going to go, "Where the fuck am I? How did I get here?" I was at Professor Xavier's school, and they're going to be like, who? We're like, Xavier. And they're, they're probably going to be like, who are you talking about? Like, Charles Where? Xavier. Yeah, bro. Charles. <laughs> no, you don't know who Charles Xavier is? They're going to be like, no, who's Charles Xavier? And then it comes Magneto. Ted kills Kill, both visions. Kills both visions. <laughs> oh my god! As insane as that would be, again, I like Vision to die the Odyssean like hero's death, just because like how fucking sick would that be? You know what I mean? If if he and both vision, I don't know if they fly into the sun or whatever the hell they're gonna plan on them doing. He but... already fell on the sword. He already sacrificed himself. He did, but it was a futile and stupid gesture because Thanos was able to undo it like this. No, I think I think it's got to be a talking of Wanda down of lower the hex, bring things back to normal. But she's going to be fully aware if she does that to lose vision. And I think that will. Again possibly break although to see that chaos magic flood out of wanda it was terrifying it was really terrifying it was godlike it really was it you know what it reminded me of did you ever watch doctor who were you a doctor who fan or not really not really for all my whovians listening listening today it reminded me of when david Tennant was regenerating um at the very ass crack tip end of season four of doctor the 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 revival of doctor who just the sheer amount of power she was emitting from almost every orifice of her body just shooting out of her hands i guess those aren't our orifices but i i guess the sleeves are the orifices that that everything was shooting out of just kind of like out of her face out of her head out of her hands she was shooting just pure chaos magic and doing exactly what she wanted. Dude, she fabricated her own world yeah. in front of our very eyes. And it was terrifying. It was. But the, the scariest part of it is that it makes sense why she did it. Because we just can realize and sympathize how much pain she was in. And the scariest part of it all is that we, we all know, being the audience, we all know... She still has good in her. And we want to see that good come out, but I don't think we will, at least at the end of this series. To me, it seemed like a, a, a moment of complete loss of control. She was so distraught. She was so heartbroken by everything. Everything was hitting her all at once that this just primordial energy Force. just yeah. came out of her because she's able to channel it. And I think that's why she has this like amnesia about it where I think she was telling the truth. She's like, I don't know how this all happened or started. Like, I don't remember this. And it's Agatha that's pulling it back to go, this is all you. Like, you did this. She's almost a conduit, if, yeah, if that makes like, any sense. You're controlling people at the edge of town, and you don't mm. even realize it. She's like, I have to do all this. It goes back to her doing so much concentration so much power to just control one fly and she's just controlling an entire village town of 3000 people 
So I have a question for you. Of course. How do you open episode nine? All right. So personally, I want you to answer the same question, and then I have another question for you afterwards. Okay. But uh, so th- so the first thing I do is well, listen. We are given we are given Wanda, and we're given we're given Agatha. She's holding the two children. What what do we not receive any of of the last episode? We didn't receive any vision. We didn't receive any Darcy. So part of me thinks, I think the best thing that happened would vision shows up immediately, just like this. You know what I mean? And that's where we start. We're we're at this. He vision sees. He has no idea. Wanda's the one completely in control. She's this force of chaos. That really did create this entire world. Now we know it for sure that Agatha, it was Agatha all along, but she wasn't the one who created the hex. It was it was Wanda. She's been controlling all these people. You know what I mean? And Agatha, I think, is aware of that. She wants to know how Wanda's been creating and controlling all these people. So now Vision comes to go confront Wanda, and he sees Wanda is being confronted by another witch, who not only is endangering his wife but now has his two children's his two his two kids lives in hand lives in her hands i think that's the only place to start you now have a father who sees his children's lives in danger and his wife's life life in danger with an unknown force that you've been somewhat suspicious of this entire time and I think that's the only place to start, is enter vision. Those two words right there. That's the only the only place to start. And I guess from there, I don't know if I have vision kicking ass. That doesn't seem like a vis- very vision thing for him to do, unless he's aware of the situation. But I could understand if, you know, we've never seen vision with children before. We've never seen Vision with human consequences before. We've seen him with very removed consequences. Where he's been like, it's all of humanity or nothing. But now it's his children and his wife. He's never been emotionally attached. He's been attached to the idea and the beauty of humanity. When he fought um, Thanos and when he fought Ultron. But now he's up against very real... A very real human situation. His family. Something that he's never been able to physically grasp before. Is in danger. What does a father do. When faced with this circumstance. Now Frank. I do want to ask you. How you would open this episode. But the question that I wanted to ask you first was. What would you do differently. About episode 8. If there is anything. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if there's anything I would do differently. Uh, I'm going to think about that, but let me, I I think you're right. I think enter, enter vision is the opening of nine. I think you have to see vision come on to that spot. And I think it's the old Mexican standoff where you're going to have Agatha you're going to have Vision and Wanda. You're going to have Monica Rambeau and Pietro Maximoff slash Nightmare slash Silver, uh, Quicksilver, whoever he is, mm-hmm. all on the street. And I think, I think we may see, it makes the most sense to me that it's going to become... The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Where Hayward, in all his ambition and determination to get into the hex and end it, unifies Agatha and Wanda to face the bigger threat, which is White Vision. If I would have done anything different in this episode... Uh, it's hard because it's beautifully written. It really is. I, I, I am aware of that. 
See, it's interesting because coming being a fan for so long and knowing these characters the way I do, mm-hmm. I think I would have done less, but also understanding why they did so much. Like we've we knew that moment. It's been told to us so many times of the bomb falling and the stark name on the missile. And I understand that it was for Agatha's purposes to be like, oh, no, you're a young witch and you were doing this certain spell to be able to not like a probability spell to so that the bomb didn't detonate. I was like, okay. Um, The other flashbacks, though, were so cool. The whole just perspective of her kind of stepping into like her own shoes. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like a Alice in Wonderland moment where she's just going down this rabbit hole of looking deeper into her soul. Um, no, I don't know if I could change anything. I mean, it's, it was so good. I, I was happy to be wrong about the infinity stones. Me we've too. Talk, yeah. We were, <laughs> we've talked about it in the past that, you know, we kind of feel like that story has been done, but they do play such an important role in the whole universe. Mm-hmm. or potential multiverse um you know it's it, good to leave some things in the past you yeah know? but like my question is when it comes to dr strange is he dr strange without the eye like is he the sorcerer supreme without the eye and you cannot have the eye unless you have the time stone because now he if, if he be, if he comes in at the end of this show although i think they just said that the this what happens with wandavision directly affects spider-man which it does they said that it's going to have a direct impact on spider-man 3 and it directly leads into the the multiverse of madness yeah so i I feel like these stones are still gonna play a part some way or another I like seeing I can tell you s- stuff that I I wouldn't think of to write which I thought was brilliant and kind of made sense. I mean, I guess if you're on this team, of course like eventually, I mean, they thought of it. Um I loved I loved the idea that she she comes into this town, Westview, that is so run down that the blip hit it really hard. I'm thinking, because you don't see their counterparts, that Mrs. Hart is by herself at the coffee shop. You know, is Mr. Hart dead? That was like one of the first things I asked myself. I was like, oh, is Mr. Hart dead in the real world? And in Wanda's vision, are they reconnected? Same thing for Dottie's husband. Because you don't see Dottie in the real world. You just see her husband putting up the piano lessons poster on the on the wall. And then the delivery guy that we've seen be the mailman, be seen be the, the, uh, the express delivery service Someone guy. Someone else I thought it was Miss Fisto at one point. <laughs> He's just a piece of delivery guy. Herb yeah. is walking through the town all, you know, lonely and by himself. So did Wanda, even though she's causing all this chaos, also give people the reconnections in their lives that were ripped away from them from the events of the blip and everything else that happened subsequently? Well, another great question is where's Norm? We didn't see him. You know what I mean? And they might have just had a few choice selected officials that they wanted to input, but Norm has had such a severe impact on the series, you know, and an impact on vision. It almost makes you think like you'd think we'd see him at some point or another. He is he Norm may be the No, I guess he's not. He's not the who the, the guy that Wu's looking for. Who is the informant? It was this whole reason why Agent Wu is going to Westfield, New Jersey. 
it's really interesting too to think about you know we thought oh this hayward set monica up to go there Mm -hmm. but it's like no based on what we saw the events that transpired he had no idea because all he knows is that wanda left she didn't take vision's body there's no reason for him to think that anything else was going to happen it seems like he was genuinely trying to do the right thing by giving her closure but she's asking him like why are you showing me this and he's like you asked it's like but sorry i cannot give you three billion dollars worth of vibranium he's the three billion dollar man which makes sense no and and that from from an from a logo standpoint, that makes sense. From an ethos standpoint, what would you do if you were in Hayward's shoes is my question. Well, and he catches himself. He's like, we're trying to bring him back online. Alive. Alive, yeah. But like you see where his mentality is. And that's great. He wants to build a weapon. That's great. That's great writing, though, to show that like, you know, you it says so much about a person by saying one line. It's, it's great. And we, I, I guarantee we can see Wanda is tortured. You know, and how many times do we see tributes to Tony Stark and Captain America in, uh, what's it called? Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home, which is eight months from then. How many tributes do we see to Tony Stark? Now, how many tributes do we see to Vision? Yeah, and she touches upon that. Exactly. But at the same time, people don't really know Vision. He's kind of they new don't. to the scene from from uh, Age of Ultron on. But at the same time, he's a godlike being. He is a legitimate fucking god. And I mean, so is Cap. To be fair, he literally wields the power of Thor. You know what I mean? I guarantee that would get out to the press. That Captain America was able to wield Thor's hammer. A hammer that which people, the, the likes of which nobody thought would be able to be weld, wielded by a human man before. And yet this guy was able to give Thanos the fucking booty beatdown of a lifetime with it. You think that that would get out to the public. And yet, who's the only other person that was able to do it besides Cap and Thor? vision and he doesn't get any respect for that he doesn't get any any acknowledgement for the well they, nobody else uh, knows that outside of that room true true i mean you don't think that the avengers afterwards were like listen we lost a lot of life trying to fend off thanos we tried our hardest we well, lost our own darcy is debriefing vision so she knows so there's a public record if she yeah. knows, then there's definitely been a public record of what Vision did. Yeah. Whether it's confidential or public knowledge is the other question. People at least know that Vision sacrificed himself to at least attempt to save the universe. You know what I mean? And then he was brutally murdered the second time that he was brought back. So there is, I mean, I think part of that is at least acknowledged somewhat by the public. Because I wouldn't go ahead and say Darcy is is shield and sword material. I know she's a scientist, but when you think about it, when we're first introduced to Darcy in WandaVision, not in the Thor films, she's aware that they're being brought on for a military drill. Or not a drill, but for, for something that involves sword and the military. And nobody else is aware of why the hell they're all being brought together. But she's trying to piece together the puzzle. These are people from all walks of life with all certain different uh, realms of expertise. And Darcy's the only one with the wherewithal to be able to try and piece together what's going on. Or at least care enough to piece together what's going on. But I also The rest she, of them... I was going to say, I, I also think it's because she's done it before. She exactly. Knows, she knows the drill. She's dealt with these heroes before. These are all just, to be fair, randos. The ones that she's at least driving with, you know what I mean? Like, the rest of them are aware that they are dealing with 
um, gods among us. And they've never seen them up close. That's why Darcy is the least phased amongst them all. But part of me is like, she knows what's up. She she knows that the Avengers are no no effing joke. She's got... What were you going to say? And she's in the hex. She's going to play a part. She is. At, at some point. She is awake, too. You know what I mean? She is the only human at this point that's awake. So. It's going to be interesting. Do you have any predictions of what we're going to see in episode 9 besides... Uh, the what would the ending be? The what would the opening be? What do you think? How do you think we're gonna jump into into multiverse of madness, Frank? I think it's gonna come down to a huge battle showdown between White Vision and the White Walker Vision. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everybody, I think we're gonna get, like I said earlier, a team up by necessity. I think Agatha is going to align with Wanda and Vision to take down White Walker Vision. And then I mean, yeah. I was I and then at the end of it, I think I don't know, I still think <sighs> it seems like Agatha has no ill intention towards... Well, no, that's not true. I was going to say Agatha has no ill intention towards Wanda. Wanda. But I think she was trying to figure out who she was at first. And was like, dude, you are the fucking Scarlet Witch. Like, that's who you are. Yeah. The question is, is Agatha going to try and offer Wanda training to say, this is who you are. This is what you're capable of. Come with me, and I will teach you the way. And Wanda goes, I'll come with you. And she leaves the MCU. Like you were saying, get her off planet, get her off dimension. Have her and Agatha go down the rabbit hole of the multiverse of madness, which brings in Doctor Strange, because he wants to rescue Wanda. That know. would be cool. That really would. I would love, I would really, really love to see Wanda redeemed and saved because she is not only all powerful, but she is all damaged. <laughs> and she she deserves a second chance because she has faced nothing but horror and, and antagonist. Uh, or an, an antagonization from opposing forces every single moment of her life. This poor girl has never had a moment to rest. And all she wanted was to be able to settle down with, with the synthesoid she loved in a small town in New Jersey and retire. And she did not even get that. Or did she? Did she but give it to entirely. herself? No, she but did. but I feel like I feel like this show is going to give her closure at least with Vision, and then I she's so. going to step into the role of the Scarlet Witch. She, Agatha I mean, we... called it to her face. I think, I think she's got a preordained destiny. I think Wanda is part of the vision that Thor had when he went into the pool. And he said, I, I, you know, I looked into the abyss of like chaos and at the center mm. of the whirlwind was that. And he pointed to the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. But what's within the Mind Stone? Is Wanda's power as is well. Wanda's, but even Wanda, when she looked within the Mind Stone in her flashback. She saw the Scarlet Witch. She saw the Scarlet Witch. I think it all comes back to the Scarlet Witch. Dude, I, she is, uh, she is too powerful You've to said be that. left yeah. alive and I, I know I know I keep saying it but if they're going to introduce Kang the Conqueror she's got to be off world or dead because she will kill Kang 
at this point, we know how exactly how powerful she is. Or we don't actually. And that's the scary part, is we don't know how powerful Wanda is. We have an idea of what she can do, but we don't know if those are her limitations. And Or the, that's the iceberg, the, yeah. Oh, exactly. That's the scariest part. And the thing is, Agatha doesn't even know. And that's why she's labeled her the Scarlet Witch. Because she's seen the danger she is capable of. She said you are literally feeding off of chaos energy, and you are the Scarlet Witch. And that's why part of me thinks Strange is going to have to deal with her. And I'm praying that, that in the Multiverse of Madness he's going to have to rehabilitate her. But I think that we're going to get introduced to Kang the Conqueror a lot sooner than we're anticipating. And whether or not we're going to see Multiverse of Madness and see that they go deeper and deeper and deeper into this multiverse and Wanda's rehabilitation takes longer and longer than we thought. And who knows, maybe in Captain America or uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we see um, the introduction of Kang. I doubt it. I guarantee they're going to deal with Hydra-like affairs and Zemo-like bullcrap, but earthly affairs. You know what I yeah. mean? Stuff that they can deal with. Well, but... I think I think Wanda's going to be the antagonist of the rest of this phase. I think so. Phase four. One. I think... <sighs> God. I think she's going to... If she's really going to play heavily into Spider-Man, or at least the ramifications of what happened in Westfield. Because New Jersey's not too far from New York. And if... It's if Spider-Man takes place in New York City and her hex before it collapses on ex- itself explodes out even further than it already is and takes over New York and then Spider-Man finds himself in a world with Doc Ock, Green Goblin, you name it. And three other Spider-Men. Yeah. <laughs> then, you know, Doctor Strange is in there too probably going... Oh shit. What the hell's happening? But we'll see. But we're coming up on an hour, buddy. Oh, dude. Let's wrap this bad boy up. As always, I am Jason Video. I'm Frank Nutzi. And this has been The Writer's Block. We will see you guys next Saturday. Thank you for tuning in. Ciao. Bye, everybody. <laughs>